Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Welcome everyone. Uh, Wherever you are, whenever you're listening, we are so greatly honored by your presence. We know there's so many ways you could spend your time. We started doing this uh, program about 14 years ago, and the aim of it was to have something that's totally, completely free, that has nothing to do with selling something or anything like that, just to help people as much as we can. Uh, with a teaching that maybe uh, improves your life every once in a while, and a practical, hands-on tool that you can use today to make you feel better, healthier, happier, etc. Let us know if we can do that better. And we've we've been doing this 12 years straight now. Okay, uh, every week we like to give you a little something to think about during the week, a little something to challenge you in your life, and a little something to practically apply to make your week better, maybe every once in a while your life better. And um, today we're going to be talking how to, ch- how to change a no-win scenario into a no-lose scenario. And uh, this is one of my favorite thing type of things to talk about because I think it is pretty easy to do sometimes and has enormous, almost immediate benefits. And I've, I've watched this happen over several decades of working with people. Uh, we call this program The Spiritual Laws of Nature. And a few years ago, at, at uh, someone's request that we had a lot of respect for, added the spiritual, the secret spiritual laws of nature. And the secret is not that they're, you know, uh, locked away in a vault somewhere or we found them in a 3,000-year-old cave or anything like that. It's, a, it's that they tend to be paradoxical. Uh, they tend to be in contrast to what most of the experts say about these issues. But what I've observed over the last 30 years of my life is that most of the great spiritual truths are paradoxical. They're not the way you would maybe naturally think that particular thing would work. But 
it is the way it works, and if you do it any other way, very often you will not get the results you want. And I believe that's very much true today. I'd like you to just, uh, as you pray, meditate, walk, um, have time to think about something for a couple of minutes this week. Think about the phrase, no win scenario. How does that feel? I mean, think about an issue in your life. Think about uh, the, the, uh, the relationship with your spouse, partner, best friend, whatever. Uh, how does it feel to think about that thing under the umbrella of this is a no-win scenario? Doesn't feel very good, does it? What about your job and career? No-win scenario. What about your health? No-win scenario. Man, that, that gets depressing really quick to me, okay? What if you could change a no-win scenario to a no-lose scenario? What would that be worth to you in your career? What would that be worth to you and the most important relationships of your life? What would that be worth to you as far as your health is concerned? What, what would it be worth to you with almost anything in your life that's important to you? And what I'd like to suggest today is that for a lot of people, I, I would say the majority of people, they, the way they are trying to have good health, the way they are trying to have great relationships, the way they are trying to succeed in their job, they may be operating under a no-win scenario and not know it. And so they keep trying harder and harder and harder, but they don't ever seem to get to the place where they feel like they're capable of or they most desire. I believe the reason for that, more than any other reason I've seen, is because they're violating spiritual laws that you cannot violate and get away with it, okay? If I took you up to the top of the Empire State Building and you did not believe in gravity, I guarantee you, halfway, if, I, if I picked you up and threw you off, halfway down, you believe in gravity, right? Well, these spiritual laws, you can't violate these any more than you can violate gravity and get away with it. It's just that we talk about the physical laws like gravity all the time and we accept that those are true and we can't violate them. But the spiritual laws, we think we can violate and get away with it. You can't. A hundred percent of the time, you can't. Now it may take a month, it may take a year, it may take ten years, but eventually, if you keep violating the spiritual laws, the spiritual principles, you're going to pay with it and the price is going to be too high. One of my good friends, Professor William Tiller, former head of the physics department at Stanford University, world-renowned physicist, told me over breakfast one day, um, the unseen is always the parent of the seen. The seen is never the parent of the unseen. Translation, the spiritual is always the parent 
of the physical, the physical is never the parent of the spiritual. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking religion. It took me decades to recover from my religious upbringing. I tend to run at religion, away from religion, okay? I believe not all the time, but by and large, it's about power, control, money, etc. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about spiritual principles, forgiveness, identity, worth, significance, security, so, uh, you know, all those internal feeling things that is what we really want more than anything else in our life. But the way we're trying to get it very often keeps us from ever getting there. Okay. Most, the, the, the first kind of brick in this uh, principle today is that every issue boils down to a relationship issue. Okay? If you've got a health issue, I would say chances are 9 out of 10, it came from a relationship issue somehow, somewhere. If your career's not going well, if you're underachieving, if you're making mistakes you shouldn't be making, if you just can't seem to do the work even though you're capable of it, if you're neglecting the most important relationships in your life and that is hurting, okay, I believe it's because that any of those, all of those, 9 out of 10, the root of it is a relationship issue. Why? Well, it's the way we're made. The mechanism in our brain that decides if we get positive, happy, uh, practical thoughts, feelings, and actions, or negative, pessimistic, self-defeating thoughts, feelings, and actions is a thing called the hypothalamus that's constantly scanning your memories and the signals that are coming from your memories. Okay? If it if the hypothalamus receives a fear-based signal, it turns on the fight-or-flight response called stress, which is responsible for 95% or so of all illness and disease and almost every other problem in our life. If, that, if the hypothalamus picks up a signal that's love-based, it flips a different switch where we have positive thoughts, positive feelings, positive actions and behavior, more energy, immune system works at top functioning and we don't get sick or the sickness heals. We are more interested in relationships than we ever have before and make time for them and, and prioritize them and everything in our life gets better and better and better. The problem is the majority, for the majority of people, the majority of time, it's the fear-based that's, that's, that's being received by the hypothalamus. And so the stress response is what's happening in most people 5 to 30 times a day when it should be happening once or twice a year for 15 minutes and then over. And this is a devolution, not an evolution. A devolution. So, the secret to this is the truth 
and love. Those two things. The truth always points the way to love. Falsehood or lies always point the way to fear. And fear points the way to falsehood and lies. And love points the way and searches for and isn't satisfied until it finds the truth. Okay? So a no-win scenario is when you are not prioritizing relationships, and this is maybe even the bigger one, when no one is fighting for truth and love. The no-win scenario becomes reality when no one is fighting for truth and love. What would they be fighting for if they're not fighting for truth and love? They're fighting for pleasure and to avoid pain, which is almost always based on fear and falsehood, not love and truth. Okay, so that's my other thing for you to meditate and pray about this week. Are you fighting for truth and love? in your life? Are you fighting for truth and love in the relationships of your life, especially the ones most important? Okay? And and truth means, hey, hey, I, I love and care about you. What is going on with you? How are you doing? Um, I'm noticing maybe you seem a little bit sad. Are you? What's going on there? How can I help you with this? Let's Let's Walk together with this. I will walk with you and help in every way that I can. Are you fighting for truth and love in your job or career? Or are you just fighting for more money or more glory or more fame or the next promotion? All of those things tend to be fear and falsehood based, not love based. Well, what's love based in your career? I'm going to do the absolute best job I can with a great attitude and cheering for everybody else, not just me, and whatever happens from that happens. If I get a promotion, so be it. If I don't get a promotion, so be it. If I make more money, great. If I don't, okay. But the end result of that is not my job. My job is the process of truth and love of every aspect or of whatever that thing is in my life and fighting for it. And I say fighting for it because you have to fight for it. For most people, it doesn't come naturally because of this devolution of our memories, of our thoughts, of our feelings. We are to a place where we're full of lies. In fact, the latest research says that our memories are so full of lies, it's really more correct to call them illusions than memories. That's a scary thought. But because of that, we've got to fight for the truth. What is the real truth about this? Not just what I'm feeling from my memories that may be based on an error or a lie. I am going to live in the truth. I have a commitment to the truth, but that commitment to the truth has to be in love, not just selfishness for 
more pleasure and less pain. So, if you want to change the no-win scenario because you've got relationship issues that are not healed, even if they're not yours, even if they're inherited from your ancestry, and those memories are in you and resonating that fear and falsehood signal to your brain constantly, okay, and because of that, you are not prioritizing relationships, you are not prioritizing the truth, you're prioritizing pain and pleasure. If that's true, you've got to start right now today on a quest, on a fight for the truth and the truth in love. The truth done in anger or to get more pleasure and less pain for yourself, no, that won't do it. It's got to be the truth with love. Think two oars on a rowboat instead of just one. If you have just truth, but it's in anger or hatred or selfishness, you've got one oar on your rowboat, and you're just going to go round and round in circles. And that's it. And you're going to keep thinking, how, do I, how did I get into this vicious cycle, and how in the world do I get out of it? Well, maybe you're on a search for the truth, but it's for selfish reasons. You've got to change that to love. And on the other side, you cannot love, really love, and be committed to falsehood intended to get you what you want in the pain-pleasure arena. Real love says I'm going to seek the truth no matter whether I like it or not. And then after you find that, or after you fix that, if you can't remember it, just using Trilogy, the memory engineering, etc., then start a commitment to prioritizing relationships and prioritizing truth and love in whatever you do. Job, relationships, health, hobbies, etc. If someone is fighting for the truth, I really believe that's a no-lose scenario. In uh, my book, The Love Code, that came out a few years ago, I talk about this issue that, that the self-help, psychology-type world for the last 75 years has had a 97% failure rate. Pretty staggering. Uh, many billions of dollars a year in that industry and a 97% failure rate. And an insider told me the 3%, most of us really believe those people would have been successful no matter what. Well, how come, there's, how come that doesn't work and hasn't worked for 75 years? Because it puts the emphasis on the end result, getting pleasure or avoiding pain. 
That's where the focus is. And that's really what they say. If you do this, you'll get the big mansion on the hill. You'll get the new uh, uh, Corvette that you've wanted. You'll get the clothes. You'll get the, the popularity. You'll get... But everything is feeding, seeking pleasure and avoiding pain, not love and truth. And that's why there's a 97% failure rate. If you switch that to my aim, my focus is on the present moment in love and truth as best I can. And you'll never do that perfectly. I've been at it for 20-something years now, and I still mess up all the time. But in the love and truth paradigm, it's okay to mess up. You're expected to mess up. So there's no guilt in that. There's no shame in that. All right? You can still be at peace right after you mess up. If everything is tied to end results, seeking pleasure and avoid pain, and you work toward that for months, years, or decades, and then you don't get the end result you want, oh, you're not okay. You're not remotely okay. Because everything was tied to a certain end result that may not even be what's best for you in the first place. So, you have to fight for truth and love. And in my experience, I, I used to specialize in relationship counseling and therapy because I always believed that was the bottom line source of pretty much everything. If your relationships were great, almost anything else could be going on and you'd still be okay. If everything else was okay, but your relationships are bad, you're not okay. Okay? So everything goes the way your relationships go. So the no-lose scenario is when someone commits, no matter what the results might be, whether it's what they want or what they don't want, of love and truth in the present moment. When I did relationship counseling, I used to always believe, and I would even tell some of my clients this, if I can get one of you, I'll get both of you. And almost all of the self-help, psychology, counseling, therapy type stuff on marriage or relational problems or conflict are about bargaining, not loving. Now, they'll say they're about loving, but then when they get down to what to do about it, it's about bargaining. Okay, we'll make a deal. I think I, I'm, I'm not happy in the marriage because of these five reasons. You're not happy in the marriage because of a different five reasons. I'll give you your number one if you'll give me my number one. I'll give you your number two if you'll give me my number two, etc., Ladies and gentlemen, that's not love. That's a business deal. Real love says, I'm going to put your interest equal to or maybe even greater than mine, and I'm going to do everything I can to help you get what you need, even if I don't get what I need. And I'm in it forever, no matter what. Now, that doesn't mean you stay with the person necessarily, okay? If there's abuse going on or something like that, I'm the first one to say, get the heck out of there, but you've got to keep loving them. 
even if you never see them in person again, or that will kill you, okay? So typically in a relationship, if one person commits to fight to the death for truth and love, and it has to be both, the other person will come around as well. Why? Because real love, not business deal love, but real love is so rare and so powerful that it is almost impossible to resist it. It's overwhelming. When Hope kicked me out of the house, she never wanted to see me again. She wanted a divorce. She was telling her girlfriend she was happier than she'd ever been in her life because I was out, out of her life. But when I had an experience and committed, really, for the first time in my life to love her, not to seek my own pleasure, pain, stuff, the first time I saw her after that, she said, I looked in your eyes and I knew you are not the same man. Now, she still didn't want to have anything to do with me, but about six weeks later, we were having a recommitment ceremony for our marriage, and she was more in love with me by far than she ever had been, and, she, and it's kept growing since. Why? Because you can't resist the real thing. It's the most powerful thing on earth. So, to change a no-win scenario into a no-lose scenario. It's pretty simple. Doesn't mean it's easy, but it's pretty simple. Start fighting for truth and love in every role, every job, every relationship, every issue of your life. And if you do that and you keep doing it, no matter what the end results end up being, you can't lose. Because love in the present moment is what this life is about. Paul McCartney and John Lennon knew it a long time ago, sang about it. It's what almost all the movies, poems, books, stories, at least the best ones, are about and continue to be about. Because we know at our core, that's what we want and need most. Don't believe the lie that you get it by seeking pleasure and avoiding pain and focusing on end results. That's how you lose it. That's how you go to the no-win scenario. No-lose scenario creates a win-win-win situation nine times out of ten. And for the one time out of ten, that it doesn't, it's still a no-lose scenario for the person who's fighting for the truth and love. Think about it this week. Pray about it. Meditate on it. Give us your feedback. But more than anything else, don't just think about this one. I challenge you to come alongside myself, Johanna, so many of our other uh, family and community here and start living. You'll never regret it.